Hey everybody, thank you for being a part of the solution-based community. After listening to this podcast, please subscribe, rate this podcast, and leave a voice message at the end of the detailed written description on any platform that you're listening to this thing on. Please remember to leave a message and I, I would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. No doubt. Um, I it, all right. Basically, I want to start like this, man. You know, I want to give, I want to give a huge shout out before before I rub anybody the wrong way. You know what I mean? I want to give a huge shout out, right, to the armed forces. Right. This is this is this is the setup, right? Just want to shout them out real quick, and then I'll use the word but, right. <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say but the true boots to the ground is what we about to talk about today. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? The true boots to the ground it, it the the type of boots to the ground that I acknowledge that I can see that I know like when I'm when I'm looking across and and I'm seeing my brother with his boots to the ground I I literally know what he's fighting for and guess what the the <clears throat> the um <clears throat> how can I say the end result I'm actually going to immediately feel the outcome. I'm gonna feel what this dude is really fighting for. Like I'm going, I'm gonna reap the benefits of what that person in front of me is fighting for. And by having you on this platform, you know what I mean, we get to we get to meet somebody that authentically has their boots to the fucking ground on our soil fighting for us in this particular way and actually i can't even say in this particular way right this right yet because we haven't got into the whole you know what i mean totality of what what i'm talking about you know what i mean and who i'm talking about lavar edwards man is from the actual city i'm from and this is this is family all right and i'm not just talking about this guy in this particular manner because this is family. I'm talking about this guy in this particular manner because he deserves to be talked about in this way. He put the work in. This guy actually put the actual footwork in to to be acknowledged in this fashion. I'm not I'm not gonna say anymore. I'm gonna allow you to introduce yourself and Truth be told, like reintroduce yourself to me, because I know it's some shit you did yesterday that I probably don't even know about. You know what I mean? So, so, <laughs> so, word. I want to say peace, and, and I want to give you the opportunity to go ahead and introduce yourself to to the people that follow this podcast, please. Well, definitely appreciate it, man. Assalamualaikum to all my Muslim brothers and sisters out there. Peace, peace, peace. Everybody else out there, um, I'm definitely humbled by 
you know, the accolades and the introduction. Um, those who don't know me, like you said, I'll reintroduce myself. My name is LeVar Edwards. Um, I will put my foundation first or my, my, my entity first, which is Camden Clock Chasers. I'm the head of uh, Camden Clock Chasers, which is a youth track club based out of East Camden, New Jersey. We practice at Woodrow Wilson. Um, this is our eighth year in existence. We service um, young athletes from five years old. Uh, sometimes we take them four, depending on their discipline, but we take them from five years old up to 18. Um, we also assist them through the process of getting into colleges, seeking scholarships for schools that are looking for athletes. Um, and, and our track team is not just a track team. You know what I mean? We bring in mindfulness, uh, mindfulness workshops for individuals. We do yoga. Um, we do just a lot of different various things to engage their minds and try to grow um, sound young adults, uh, young men and young women. Um, then on uh, my usual vocation side, I work for, I'm employed by an entity called The Work Group, which is a component of the New Jersey Youth Corps. We service young adults from the ages of 16 to 24. For whatever reason, traditional school wasn't just their catch. Um, so they come to us and we prepare them to take the high set test so that they get their diploma. Um, I'm thankful that the state of New Jersey has removed the stigma of GED. Um, you know, that's another form of isolation. Um, yes, so now sir. they feel inclusive um, because they can get their high school diploma as well uh, coming through our program. So if there's any individuals out there that needs uh, or could benefit from that, 16 to 24, we're actually taking individuals for orientation now. You get a stipend to go to school. You learn hands-on skills that you can actually apply to the workforce right now because we recognize, we talked about the military, you know, outside of the military and college, some people don't know what they want to be. It's, it's hard. It's a hard act to ask a 16, 17, 18 year old, what do you want to do? Yes, sir. I mean, it takes a lot of us a little further, but, you know, I ain't going to belabor it too long. There's some of the things that I'm involved in that's close to me, uh, Camden Clock Chasers and the work group. Um, and then we also have Forget Me Not Athletics, which is our um, postgraduate uh, sector that we have, as I said earlier, helping kids get into college. Um, so, you know, there's some of the things that we're into. Um, so, you know, that's who I am. That's what I'm passionate about and the things that I'm going on. Oh, my bag. And I'd be remiss. Um, I'm also the 2020 Democratic uh, for uh, City Council of uh, Woodlandboro. You, you, you faded out. Say it one more time. Say that one more time. You faded out in that part. My God. My God. Um, so I'm also the Democrats nomination for City Council for the Borough of Woodland, which is, you know, those that know, it's a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's a section of Camden that they don't want to claim <laughs> for yeah, whatever yeah, reason. Yeah. But you know, you can't get out of Woodland without going into Camden. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. That's, that's what we're doing right now. That's the movement. I, I feel like, you know, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like, like, a, like a New York radio station right now. And I just let you in the booth to spit. Like that shit was fire. Like, that's the true. <laughs> that's the true boots to the ground that I'm talking about. You know, what I mean, that's that's the real authentic boots to the ground that I'm talking about. See, these services that you're you're rendering, all of them that you spoke about, we could directly see the result of. Absolutely. But when a motherfucker go overseas and so on and so forth, right? Only a percentage get to see, and even if we get a chance to 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 get a little bit of the crumbs that you know our armed forces that fought for, you know what I'm saying? We well, let's we can call it what it is. You know what I mean? A lot of the the fighting that they're doing is for, uh, it might be for a cause that's kind of above our head, and the trickle down yeah. don't hit us. Yeah. 
but that doesn't mean that those soldiers are not noble. You know, I served as well. So the soldiers are noble. It's just that, unfortunately, they're puppetized. You know what I mean? And I don't want to play them out, but it's just, you know, we're working for, you know, when you're over there, you're you're kind of fighting for a blind cause. You know what I mean? Even the cause that you might think you're fighting for might not be what the true agenda is. So True. And that's why I started it off with how I started it off. I wanted to give a shout out to the armed forces initially, you know what I mean? Because shit, you know, we like to party here, eat steak, shit like that. It never would be that way. I ain't gonna lie to you. We wouldn't be safe, period. You know what I mean? If it wasn't for the armed forces. But I just wanted to, to, to really give light to what our people on the street do. You know what I mean? Our people on the street do, and it make it, makes it possible for, you know, our children to grow, to actually see a certain age. Because we was around when we like, damn, you know, we watching bodies drop at 11, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing. We talking about it while we eating a sandwich and shit. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, I was just schooling my kids on, you know, the plight of the city now. Like, yeah, we got tons of challenges. It's still rough. But, you know, when the 90s was here, it was it was a little different, you know. Bodies was getting burnt in the street, like it was different. It was different. Yeah, you know? it was a different yeah. game. We come from an era, so I think our our emotional connection to just uplift, you know, the community in any capacity we can. You know, some people look like, oh, you volunteering all your time. You don't get paid for this. I get I get paid from from above. You know what I mean? True. I get paid for that joy of knowing that whatever destruction I may have assisted in causing, that I know now that I'm I'm going tenfold times trying to repair it and trying to uplift as many people that I can. You know what I mean? True. All right. We're gonna jump right into this, right? right. <clears throat> Let's get it. This Particular episode, right? This is the, the the episode number three. I'm actually gonna post this episode number three, right? The hood's response to the current pandemic, right? Now you in these streets, you in these streets, I'm in these streets, right? I'm seeing, I'm seeing different people respond in different ways, but I'm seeing a culture, right? I'm seeing a culture of of response and I'm not all the way happy with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that and, and this is this is one of the reasons why I created this particular series because the first the series where I had to talk to a doctor from the city of Camden too by the way, uh Dr. Dakes Brown. I had to speak to the doctor first. I said, all right, I gotta talk to a doctor and I gotta talk to a doctor that we're gonna listen to. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want to hear no clinical shit. Oh, yeah, you take the, you know what I mean? And the X and Y chromosome, I listen, dog. Meet me where I'm at. Yeah, Meet exactly. me where I'm at. <laughs> so I, 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 I went back home and I grabbed my sister, Dr. Dakes Brown, and she broke it all the way down. You forgot she was a doctor. You thought she just was an educated cat from the block. You know what I mean? And oh, no. then, and, and people grasped it. But she broke down COVID nineteen in, in like in literal terms, and that's exactly what I felt I needed to start off this 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 podcast. But I want to ask you, Levi, what do you think? Like, what's your thoughts, just off the top? Like, what's your thoughts of COVID nineteen? Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 
I guess in its totality, um, I'm, I'm, from my personal experiences, I'm frustrated and aggravated for being locked in, right? So I, I feel as though, you know, our governor's been getting a lot of slack on how he's been handling it. From my perspective in the chair that I'm sitting in, I'm appreciative of his, of his movements. Okay. Um, so let me say that first and foremost. And then secondly, okay. um, I'm ready to move on. You know what I mean? I, I look at it like if this is the new norm, we have to learn how to, how to practice the best practices to keep us safe in our families. But we got to drive on. We got to move on, um, you know, to the next level. Um, I don't know if that was what you were alluding to earlier when you said mm -hmm. you was upset. I was kind of upset when I ride through the hood and I see our people really wasn't moving and, and protecting themselves and what I thought they should be. Okay. But then because I am one of those people who likes to look at it, you know, from a 720, a holistic view. Yeah. We're bred <clears throat> to not fear anything. Okay. You get what I'm saying? We, yeah. We're bred not no, to definitely. fear anything. The only I thing ain't. that we really fear is police in jail, really. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. So to, to want our people to really conform, um, I think we, we come, we like Mississippians, like the show me state, like unless it hits us directly in our homes, some people just don't believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I do think this is a trying time. Um, I think it's brought out the hustling a lot of people. It's made people come really creative and, and innovative in how they choose to make money. And then I also think it's put a lot of people in a lazy position that if we do come out of this, <clears throat> A portion that they're not going to really know how to sustain themselves anymore. So I think you got two different sectors. You got people that's driving and are creating new lanes, and then you got people who, who are just kind of like, "Yo, I'm gonna get this unemployment, and I'm gonna just chill, and, and I'm sure. not gonna try to take a class. I ain't gonna try to fix nothing in the house. I'm gonna just sure. sit around." So you know, that's that's kind of my points, mm -hmm. my views on it so far. Okay. All right, so we we actually we covered both of the, the the top questions. Actually, really, all right. What what preventative measures or are you taking to to be safe and stay safe? True. So I mean, first and foremost, we're minimizing <laughs> unnecessary traveling. You know what I mean? Unnecessary out in the public. I mean, we are going to grocery stores when need be. We're not going to starve because we're scared. We're not doing none of that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're, we're using all the PPE. My wife um, actually works at the hospital. So True. You know, when she comes home from work, um, you know, she's potentially exposed every day. Mm -hmm. So she's donning off her clothes. She has a whole system. She takes her clothes off at the door, go upstairs, take a shower. We get everything into the washer, um, you know, but every, any public space that we go into for the most part, mm -hmm. we're masking up. Now we have been to certain gatherings where, you know, um, family or small gatherings and you know it was kind of it was kind of lax you know what i mean but okay. you know i'll be lying if i say when somebody sneeze or cough you'd be like whoa yeah yeah you know I mean? yeah but that's where we at right now so i mean but that's kind of what we've been doing just minimizing keeping unnecessary traveling to a minimum you know we all i'm working from home so you know our yeah. only runs really for the most part is store runs you know what i mean groceries and things yeah. of that nature yeah yeah i'm actually you know i i I enjoy this time, man. I'm a homebody dude. Mm -hmm. you know I mean, I'm enjoying that particular part. The thing is, is that one aspect of it is like, I'm I'm really shook, man. True. And this shit really got me shook. We never saw this before. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm more shook of this than a joker running down the street shooting. You know what I mean? Because we're immune to that. Like, right. I'm immune to a joker because I know what to do in this situation. Right. You know how to move. Yeah. In this situation, it's like, yo. 
I don't see the bullet. Like, I don't, yo, it's so funny that you shit. You know what it's, mean? it's hilarious that you said that because we was watching them when it first popped off. We watched the movie Containment. So the movie Containment, when it, when it, when a bull cough on you or whoever mm-hmm. coughs on you, maybe two hours, you already know he hit. It's over. Wow. This they talk about two weeks, so we could be running around. You don't know who 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 you got it from. Who's who? Yeah, you don't yeah. know what's going on, so you just know that I'm hit. And that's the scary part. Like you said, it's kind of like a silent killer. It's just the silent creeper. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and that, that is a little, little fearful. You know what I mean? That does make you change your steps a little bit. Yeah. Now, and I want to go back home with this one, LeVar. Okay. I want to go home with this one. How many of us really, for, for one, are the healthiest? You know what I mean? I like fried chicken like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? No. I, I'm... I'm black for real. So, <laughs> so, so my uh, my diet isn't the great. It, of course, it's gotten better, you know, I mean, over the years, but it ain't the greatest. Now, I, I go back home with this. High rate of diabetes, high blood pressure. And these are, like, we got shit wrong with us that that's psychophysiological, which means that, you know, stress can ignite certain shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, stress raises your blood pressure. You're already high blood pressure, but you stress the hell out. We we are underemployed. Underemployed meaning that we don't make the dollar that is sufficient enough for us to see past this particular moment. Mm-hmm. So we got to make it do what it do. So therefore, we look we work longer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We we have less time for healthy activity like this form here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what you talking about pre-existing conditions making us more prone to death from COVID-19. Almost makes you think no was this was this created for <laughs> us? Low key, not to start no conspiracy theory. No, but I, I, no, I, I, it's <laughs> just, I mean, you're laying some shit on the table. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's just a thought. You know what I mean? It's a thought. It's a I mean, wonder. It's kind. It's kind of if the facts that's being given as far as who's at risk, Man, it's it not even like a thought. It's it's a factual statement. It ain't like we ain't been on documentation to be guinea pigs for some shit. You Absolutely. know about history. Absolutely. So you got the Puerto not, Rico situation with yeah. you know where they testing uh, the paternal drugs and everybody's getting syphilis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Come on. Um, so I do understand that aspect. The thing is, is that all right? Fuck it. You know what I mean? Not not to say fuck it like I don't care that they're doing this. I'm saying fuck it like yo, it's less we could do about that and more we could do about taking care of ourselves. Absolutely. So this leads me to this this question. Do you think we're doing enough? I think, so I, I think, I think that's an individual question that each individual has to ask his family member. As a community, probably not. Um, and some of it is because some of it is stemmed from the other issues that we have going on. And so part of that, like when yeah. we talk about um, the financial stability, right? So yeah. just understanding a budget and how to plan for things. Because we're so materialistic, we'd rather spend, you know, $50 on a T-shirt rather than spend $50 on 10 Seamoss drinks or uh, a $30 bottle of, you know, elderberry juice. You know what I mean? It, it's different 
our priorities are, are different because we, yeah. the reality of it is, is most of us come from single parent homes and whether their, their education, we could argue about what their education level was, but for the most part, nobody was t- teaching us how to holistically take care of ourselves about natural herbs and things of that nature. Yes. Like you said, a gathering for us is fried chicken, you know what yeah. I mean? Or whatever other things that are going to allow us to destroy our body more, but then, you know, not to be on that note, but we got to go back further to why we started eating those things because they were the leftover pieces or the exactly. things that we have. So it became our culture and our tradition. Exactly. So it's kind of, you got to, we got to start. That's so our, yeah. We just got to have our kids not afraid to go against the grain and be different. So in my household, for example, like I don't eat chicken. I don't eat beef. I don't, mm-hmm. I've never eaten pork. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, are we where we want to be health wise? Negative. You know what I mean? But we recognize that we're further along than where we were most definitely 20 years ago. And that's kind most of closer. where it at. So I think to blanket it as a people and say, are we doing enough? I think it's unfair because everybody's individual struggles is different. But I think you have to gauge that on a family by family basis. You know what I mean? That's and that is so real. That is that is definitely real. All right. So when we when we out and about, all right. So when I go in, I go into the office one day a week because we still work with papers and I got to do filing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So when we go in the office, the preventative measures that we take is that, first of all, we don't have the one-on-one contact with the clients, like face-to-face. We all always do the telephone and stuff like that. They got to come in with their mask on, stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? When you gather with with the youth, right, that's you service, you gather with the community, period, because you service the community. You got you got the true boost to the ground. What what preventative measures are you taking or are you taking any preventative measures? So on a professional note and then on the who I am note, it's two sure. different two different. So sure. And, and my usual vocation with the work group is similar to what you described. For the most part, we try not to even be in, we try to communicate who's in the building at what time so that mm-hmm. we don't even interact with each other in that capacity. You know, sure. some people's senses are a little bit heightened about it. And not that mine's is not, but I just believe we have to find a way to navigate. If this is the new norm, we got to find a way to navigate so we can't live in fear. That, that's my thought process. So, you know, at the work, I'm masked up. You know what I mean? As far as my students that I'm interacting with, um, where everything is through Google Classroom or Zoom, you know what I mean? But on the flip side, when you're having a pandemic like this, to me, this is where true volunteerism come in at. This is is when you're really, really needed. You know, we we can't just be cool to give out water because it's hot. We got to be also willing to go into the fire and grab people out of there. And I feel like this is one of those times. So, you know, you're still masking up but I'm not afraid to touch you. I'm not afraid to give you dap. I'm not afraid of those things. I know that I need to wash my hands. I know I need to do these particular things. Um, because the reality of it is, is man, this stuff could have been here. It, I, I, I believe that it was here longer than before it really blew up and became popular. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I believe that, you know, it could have been here in October, November, you know what I mean? Or whatever. But I just feel like it's still people that need help. There's still homeless people out there starving. We still got to hit these pantries and give out this food, man. It's still, it's still things that just got to be done. And unfortunately, I'm one of those knuckleheads that's crazy enough to go out there and do it. You know what I mean? And uh, If it wasn't for it you, if, if it wasn't for people like you, um, 
I mean, this world wouldn't be able to go round. So I understand that totally. I do understand that totally. I'm just, my thing is, is that, you know, we don't have, as a community, we don't have the pleasure to just chill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even, even those of us who do, quote unquote, have the pleasure to chill, we don't really have the pleasure to chill because like you, you like, all right, well, cool. I know I can sit in the house, but I got to go out here. I mean, you know, somebody got to feed these people. Somebody yeah. got to do, you know, X, Y, Z. So on and so forth. And, and like myself, I have to go above and beyond and go outside the home and provide the services that I know that's needed. You know what I mean? Um, you but know, that sometimes. Comes yeah, go ahead. What? Sorry, my apologies. <clears throat> go ahead. What no, that, go ahead. What that comes down to is the job title that was placed on you by your employer and then a title that was placed on you by, by Allah, by God. Yes. You yes. what I'm saying? So like morally you're driven to do one thing and then employment wise for, I guess, for uh, livability, you have to do one yeah. thing. You know yeah. what I mean? So at some point you're two different people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At two different people, I got to make this work. You know what I mean? I got to make, I can't walk past this man and I know he's starving. I just, I, that's not in me. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I'm hungry too, but I know that I have means to get other source of food. This might be his only meal for the day. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the moral dilemma that you, you know, that you meet. So, you know what I mean? When I'm working, I have to conduct myself in a certain way. You know what I mean? Because of insurance and liability and all that stuff that people are scared of. Mm-hmm. But on the moral side, I got to conduct my way another way because I'm worried about upstairs how I'm going to be held accountable. Most you know? definitely. That liability yeah. is a little bit different. You know? <laughs> a, a lot of bit different on my end. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, such a pleasure having you on this platform, man. Um, I would love for you to to really break down what this audience could do for you. I mean, because I, I'm going to tell you straight out, this interview has done a lot for this audience. And that shit has done a lot for me, you know? True. I would like for you to lay down the foundation or lay down, you know, some things of what this audience could do for you as far as your journey. Uh, what can we do? I know I'm not a Woodland resident, so I know I can't, you know, I, can I? I can't, I can't vote, but I can no, tell somebody vote. about it. Yeah. I so. mean, the, the, great, the greatest... The greatest way to spread a good word is through word of mouth. You know what I mean? The same way you, you get a negative inflection with somebody, you know, spreading your name. It's the same thing on a positive note. Um, you know, just talk about it. You might know some family members, some people. Um, and, and, and me running for councilman is just, <clears throat> it's basically just another way to position myself to be able to, to assist the younger generation. And not that I don't care about the older generation, but I just feel like the younger generation is who we standing on. And I used to go by a little quote, everybody used to laugh at me. I said, we could either help them now or be chasing them out our back window potentially. And, you know, it might be a little drastic, but it's the factual. reality of it. No, that's, 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 yeah. that's a factual statement. Now, what, what is it that, all right, first of all, what is the city council? And then what can, like, what can the city council actually do? Like so, for- so in Woodland, the governing body is composed of uh, six council members and a mayor. So, okay. you know, that, that body of work um, allows uh, borough legislation to come in so we could enact ordinances and, and laws and things of that nature um, to assist the police in doing that job more effective. Um, in my particular role as councilman, I'm going to be heading up um, the redevelopment of 
youth activities. So um, right now we don't have any athletic clubs. We don't have any after school programs. We don't have any inter wow. no entertainment for anything for them. And so that's going to be one of my main focuses. Um, we do have the facilities for it, but we just haven't had the manpower or the know-how to get these things up and running. So what I bring to the table um, with running Camden Clock Chasers for eight years and H Jam mentoring program through my Masonic organization, just, just being able to be fortunate enough to build organizations from the ground up. Sure. Um, I got amazing staff with the Camden Clock Chasers, so they're going to be assisting me. Like I said, we already have different branches of components, so it's going to mm -hmm. be just a smooth transition to move those programs over um, and have them under a borough that could really, really benefit from it. Um, what Lynn has definitely changed from what it was before. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> we're probably 70 75 80 percent minority now where it wasn't wow. like that. it wasn't like that before wow so, um when we're talking about service in our community it is definitely our community now and um we're just going to try to uplift it man and try to make uh uplifted as, as, as best as we can with the yeah. assistance of the people and their opinions and what direction they want to go in and just try to make it a better place you know i mean a place where kids is excited to go out and have fun um, and have meaningful activities and not just being looked at as the kids wandering around. Because, you know, mm -hmm. Idle Mind is a devil's playground. You know I mean? we don't <laughs> give them if we don't give them something to do, they're going to find something day. to do. The same way we did. We didn't mean to be mischievous. Most definitely. But, you know, I ain't got nothing to do, so I'm going to throw this rock through the car window. You know what I mean? I I'm not Word. thinking about the damage that is causing that person who's living check to check. I'm not, I'm not thinking like that. So, Word. you know, we're going to try to bring us some mentoring programs, man, bring us some <laughs> sports programs and just just – just try to provide those things that we didn't necessarily have or couldn't take advantage of, you know, when we were coming up. True. Um, so as far as what they could do is just spread the word, you know what I mean? November's coming around. And, and real talk, you know, I live by a slogan, uh, you know, that one of our imams said is the best thing that you could do for your community is to take care of yourself. So just by individuals being informed and expressing their, uh, you know, exercising their right to vote, no matter what township they're in, what borough they're in, that's, that's, that's the most they could do for us. I got a I got a quote that I say all the time. It's the most unselfish thing you can do is be selfish. By taking care of yourself, you're able to take care of others. Absolutely. And and that 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 hit home. I actually he signed off on it on that. You know what I mean? To let me know that I'm 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 actually focused in the right direction. No doubt. I definitely appreciate that one. All right, so we're going to spread the word. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, what else can we do as far as um, as the youth leagues? What can we do for the youth leagues? So right now, um, you know, we still got the election pending in November, but definitely uh, once it pops off, we're going to be looking for sponsors, man. You know, everything takes money. Um, I've been fortunate enough, like I said, to have amazing staff with Camden Clock Chasers. So we've been creative and mm -hmm. finding different resources and finding different uh, funds available. Um, so we're going to be needing sponsors. And um, whatever we're able, fortunate to get, we're going to figure out how to stretch that. You know what I mean? So sure. um, I have to admit, I have to do some homework on making sure that I'm appropriating those funds properly because mm -hmm. it's not my thing now. Now it's under a borough. Uh, so Most I'm definitely. sure it's going to be different red tape. But, you know, with clock chasers, I was, I was, I was the head honcho. So I was able to delegate funds for what I thought was important. And mm -hmm. a lot of things I thought was important was the yoga and the, the, the mindfulness workshops, having our kids to learn how to think. You know, yeah. we always like sit down and study. <laughs> but nobody knows how to really study. Like yeah. how can I tune out all of those 
extra worldly stressors that yeah. I deal with every day mm-hmm. and focus on this one thing. So I was real heavy on bringing people in to teach them that. Um, just all type of therapeutic um, therapy, just, just getting in touch with depression and, and not feeling like you have to fit into this particular social circle and things of that nature. So like mm-hmm. I said, I want to bring those things in. So any funders that's looking for some valuable things to, to you know, get behind, yeah. um, Woodland is going to definitely be one of those projects, man. And if anybody's looking for to bring business, you know, they want that Camden uh, flow traffic, yeah. that foot traffic, but they don't yeah. want that Camden element per se, which I don't yeah. know why. Mm-hmm. Come to Woodland. We got some buildings. We got, we're looking for people to come in and bring their businesses here. Um, I know we're going to be working on some things to get them some tax breaks, some, some things that make it attractive for them to want to come into the town. Um, you know, we're just going to try to build the city up, man. These, these 12, 15 blocks we got, we're going to try to make it great. Um, True. And that's, that's kind you, of the movement. I'm going to tell you, when, when, when we was coming up, LeVar, I'm going to tell you, that gas station, you know, the one right there, what's that, Monty from? Mm-hmm. A&P? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A&P? That, yeah. And the, and the, and the um, pizza store mm-hmm. was the cutoff. You go in there, <laughs> that's your ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. now it's, it, 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 it's shit, 70, you saw it, 70%. I, I really can't believe it. Yeah. 70%. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's, it's, that's major. Yeah, it is. That's it's, major. You'd be hard pressed to find the other ones now. You know what I mean? Our True. other our other lighter brothers and sisters. We, we've okay. definitely taken it over. It's, 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 a Puerto, it's Puerto Rican and blacks. That's it. You know what I mean? Wow. My, my family is, almost every family is mixed. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, my family is mixed. You know, my wife's Beautiful. Puerto Rican. Across the street, black guy, Puerto Rican. Next door is hey. Mexican. Well, you you know it's, I'm mixed. My mom. It's, yeah, I'm absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's all so, blended. It's all yeah, blended. Yeah, yeah. True, so, true. So it makes you feel comfortable when you walk out your door. You know what I mean? Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. So before we go, man, is there anything else you would like to give us? Anything else you would like to ask us? Um, it, the floor is yours. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm so much of a giver. I don't really know how to ask for things. Even when I might be in need, I just, mm-hmm. that's a skill that I need to work on for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to push out heavily is that if any of the listeners is out there, you got kids, nephews, nieces, you know, they had some challenges with school. Um, I know everybody's kind of pivoting towards the uh, virtual platform at this point. Um, but I'm gonna just let them know that, you know, the work group is an amazing place, man. You know what I mean? Uh, the system is generally... Uh, set up where they do two days of classroom, two days work sites, which I'm the work site supervisor. Um, like I said, they get stipends. Um, mm-hmm. they, so who gets paid to go to school? Do you know what I mean? Um, it's a high school diploma. It's a four month program. Um, the resources that come with that is just, is just, it's abundant. Like I said, we have the mental health, uh, Joe, Mr. Joe's place. So they can, if they having some challenges and once a student becomes a student, those services are extended to his whole family. So it might be a wow. mother who's, who's struggling with, you know, alcohol addiction or just needs somebody to talk to. Um, so we have that component with, with you know, our director, uh, Brother Casey, who's heading up that organization. And then, like I said, on the, on the school side, we have, you know, uh, Ms. Belinda, who's our career specialist. So not only do we assist you with, you know, getting your high school diploma, but we immediately try to place you before or after you finish our program into wow. a job maybe you want to go to college. We're going to sit down with you. You know, I'm very knowledgeable of the FAFSA process. We're going to get you mm-hmm. into school, walk you through that whole process. I mean, the family 
dynamics that we have there is just amazing. And we're really about the kids, you know what I mean? Um, we're really sure. about developing them in, in, all, in all walks of life, you, you know. Um, so it's our hope that when they finish our program, that they're able to go on any job interview, they're able to perform uh, any type of job, whether it's clerical or blue collar hard, you know, busting your balls work, we're preparing you for that. You know what I mean? Um, not, to, not to belabor neither, but that's one of the things in our education system that nobody's really talking about or paying attention to of how they've taken out cosmetology out of a lot of our high schools. They've mm -hmm. taken out wood shop. They've taken yeah. out metal shop. They've yeah. taken out a lot of these jobs, assuming that everybody is going to be a tech or a college, a collegiate person. And that's, yeah. that's not the case. Yeah. That's not the case. So Most we have definitely. a large sector of individuals um, that's left behind. And I don't know if mm -hmm. people know, but that 16 through 24 is the largest unemployment uh, population. Um, and ironically, that's the population that we're serving and trying to combat those numbers. So like I said, the work group, you know, they could, it's just as it sounds, theworkgroup.net, or they could reach out to me, L. Edwards at theworkgroup.net. Um, you know, if you have sure. 16 through 24, we're taking orientations right now. Feel free to give us a call. You know what I mean? I will be posting that information in the um, description as well. Okay. All right. Um, awesome. Man, cuz. And cross man. country. You got some kids. They You oh, want to get them out the house oh, a little bit? Cuts. Yeah. We start in cross country probably within the next two weeks or so. Meets won't, no competition won't start until September. Okay. Just be prepared. You come out there with your kids. Please have them wear their masks. We're not going to have them running with the mask, but while they're around stretching and while they're amongst each other, mask on. We're doing temperature checks. We're going to be taking all precautions to make sure your kids are safe, but you can get them out active and, you know, their health don't have to be stagnated because the world is kind of off tilt right now. So Most definitely. Most so that's, definitely. And you can find any information you need, camdenclockchases.org. Camdenclockchases.org. CamdenCopChases.org and then what's the other one? TheWorkGroup.net TheWorkGroup.net the yep. Alright, I'm going to have those posted on the um, on the description as well, man. Thank you so much for coming through, man. No doubt. Appreciate you having me, man. My man. Alright, cuz. Love you, man. Alright, love you too. Be safe, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Peace, brother. One. Hey, where you going? Don't go nowhere, please. I need your message. I need it. I, I really do. I mean, this community needs it. We need your input. So listen, find the detailed written description on this podcast, on this, on this particular episode. Go to the end of it, click the link, and leave the message. Thank you so much. Oh, and don't forget to rate this podcast. If you want to rate it high, I would greatly appreciate that too. All right. I hope you enjoyed it and have a great day. Um, be on the lookout for the next one. Peace.